Welcome to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. I'm your host, Jane Hilsden, and each week I'm going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight, actionable tips, and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing. Hello and welcome back to the first episode of Snack Time for Season 2. I hope everybody's feeling refreshed and rejuvenated for a year ahead in 2021. And I wanted to kick off the season by talking about your competition. And when I'm talking about competition, I'm talking about all of the competing options that you're actually up against when your customer is making a decision about solving a problem that they have that you offer a solution to. So let me explain this a little bit further. When a customer, when a person decides, do you know what, I need a problem solved, all of a sudden they either know a direct solution for that, they either know exactly what they want to do, they know the path that they need to take, or they might be a bit unsure of how to actually get that problem solved. Now, if they're a little bit unsure about how to solve their problem, they actually have a really broad spectrum of of potential solutions. And you might fall into that really broad spectrum of those solutions. So part of your marketing's job is that when that customer finds themselves searching for that solution, that they first of all come across your business as a solution for their problem and that your marketing and your messaging is so clear that they know exactly how you can solve their problem and if it's really clever marketing, it will actually convince them that you're the best solution to solve their problem. So let's look at the different type of competition. But first of all, I just want to actually talk about what looking at your competition or analysing your competition or reviewing your competition is kind of not about or what the context of this episode is not about. This is not about sussing out your competition to see the way that um, they might be doing things so that you can take inspiration for or for you to see what they're doing so that you can provide some sort of a reaction or, you know, a, a, a tactic that might kind of one-up those, the, what the, you know, the, the particular thing that they're doing. That's, that's not what this is about. I'm all about running your own race. I'm definitely not about, um, you know, reacting to, to the competition, but I definitely recommend keeping a close eye on kind of what's going out there purely from the customer's point of view, because they see what your competitors are doing. Now, there's three kind of categories that, that your competition or that your, the, the alternatives that, that your customer has. So, of course, there's your direct competition. So, let's use my business, for example. If we use my business, um, the direct competition for my marketing agency would be other marketing agencies that offer solutions for small businesses based in regional Australia. If someone, if another business was pitching themselves as that solution, they would be a direct competitor. An indirect competitor is not so straightforward. So marketing is quite a broad term um, and there's a lot of people that kind of lump themselves in and under the word and the umbrella of marketing. So 
Indirect competition might be things like local directories or, you know, sales reps from newspapers or, or you know, um, TV stations. Indirect competition might be, you know, an agency that just offers Facebook ads. All of that kind of broadly falls under the marketing spectrum, but it's not a direct competitor because we provide quite a different service to that. We all fall under marketing, but we're not direct competitors. Another even slightly left of field indirect competitor for my business is, you know, sometimes in small business, you know, budgets are, are limited. So if they're actually looking at ex getting external advice of a consultant, they might have to choose between, do I actually pay an accountant, you know, a strategic accountant to help me grow my business? Do I pay a salesperson or someone that's, you know, really um, well-versed in, in sales to help me with my business development? Or do I invest in a marketing consultant? So in a way, those other, cons those other kind of consultants or service providers are an indirect competitor because they're other alternatives that small business owners have to help them achieve their goal or to help them solve their problem. So direct competitors, indirect competitors, and then there's all the other alternatives and they're probably, you know, much more left of, of field, but still relevant to consider. So a small business, if they've got the problem that, you know, we, we, we really need someone to do our marketing, that's the problem. A solution might be to actually employ a marketing person directly in their business or something that we see quite often, they might actually assign the marketing to a receptionist or an, an admin person or even someone who's just keen to kind of do the marketing. That's another alternative that we have. And to be honest, that's something that we see in small business all the time. So it's really important for me when I'm actually going to position the benefits of partnering with Dragonfly Marketing to think, okay, what are all the different things? What are all the different solutions that, that my prospective client might be looking at right now? Because with my marketing, I need to then differentiate myself. Why should they choose me as their solution? Why should they choose to work with us? Why should they choose the marketing consultant to grow their business over the business development consultant or the, you know, strategic accountant or whoever they might be looking at. My marketing has to address that. I also have to make sure that I'm visible so that when my prospective clients are in that situation, that they see me as an option and that they see, you know, the, the marketing agency as an option, my marketing agency as an option to solve their um, problem. So, this is why we need to understand from the customer's perspective what their alternatives are when they're looking to solve their problem so that A, you can make sure that you're popping up when they're actually searching on Google, when they're asking their friends for recommendations, you know, when they're going out and actively looking for a solution, you need to make sure that you're there. Um, so who are you competing with to be in that space? How are you actually going to, um, you know, make yourself stand out from all of the other options? And how are you going to convince them that you're the right option? So that's why it's important to always have a bit of an idea from the customer's perspective as to who else they're comparing you to. 
And if you would like to know more about these strategic considerations, um, these are the kind of topics that we cover off in our How To Do Marketing Academy, which is kicking off in March. So if you'd like more details about that, head to dragonflymarketing.com.au. We'd love to chat to you. Thanks so much for listening to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. And if all of this talk about marketing is getting you thinking about how you can get the best results for your business, head on over to the Dragonfly Marketing website at dragonflymarketing.com.au and check out our academy program. The How To Do Marketing Academy has been designed to give small business owners just like you the clarity, consistency, confidence, as well as the community that you need to ensure that your marketing helps your business grow. There's three levels of access and each level is packed with value. We are taking in new members now, so go and check it out. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 